What's up, everyone? Before we jump into the episode 147 with my guest Ernesto Grumzilla, the host of the Flashback with the Homies, I just want to say happy belated Cinco de Mayo. Sorry, uh, this episode should have been out on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, I got caught up with work and I had to do a uh, a couple other people's uh, podcasts. Everyone follow my girl Tanya Estrada. I did her podcast called Talking Crap with Tanya Estrada. Um, it's on YouTube. Check it out on on Tanya Estrada's uh, YouTube channel. It's a really really good episode. Also, uh, check out the episode I done with just uh, just to talk with the podcast with the three guys. I did their podcast. It's pretty pretty good. Um, Episode uh, 146 with my guest Edgar, uh, the ho- the co-host of the Squad and Solo podcast. Uh, check that episode out and, and also uh, subscribe and follow the Squad and Solo podcast. It's really, really good. Uh, they're based out in Orange County. And uh, it, I love those guys. Uh, uh, Edgar, you know, Barney, Twiggy, those guys. Uh, it's a very, very underrated uh, podcast. Give them a follow. Listen, um, you'll 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 fucking like it. Um, and also, um, this episode is gonna be out. So I just want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and the the wives out there. You know, sh- we gotta show them love, man. You know, <laughs> it's nothing but love. And um, you know, my mom, if you're hearing this, Happy Mother's Day. I love you. Um, and to everyone else, uh, I just can't wait. This Saturday, I'm gonna be a little busy. Um, I'm gonna go get some barbecue, get get some ceviche. There's a humongous UFC fight this Saturday in Florida. Can't wait. Um, just uh, I hope you enjoy this episode with my guest Ernesto Grumzilla uh, from the Flashback with the Homies podcast. And next week I will be doing the Mega Man's Life Part Seven and Eight. Um, it's gonna be very very deep talks. Uh, you know how if you guys ever hear the Mega Man's Live, you know I'm gonna say whatever I'm gonna say and no fucks given. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak my mind. So I'm gonna this is my opinion. Um, it's gonna be really really good. Uh, Mega Man's Live Part Eight was it's gonna be nothing but podcast. So I'm kind of stoked about that. <coughs> Sorry. And. Uh, you know, I hope, like I said, we're, once this uh, quarantine's done, I'll, uh, the Mega Mass podcast will get back to normal. Um, I already have over close to, I think it's 80 or 84 uh, guesses to come on the uh, on the Mega Mass podcast. I might be doing close to about 11 to maybe, I think it's 23 uh, podcasts I'll be doing from other people's podcasts. Solo ones, I might be doing about 30. So I'm going to be really, really, really busy. Um, the merch is coming, stickers, stickers, pins, all that stuff is going to be coming out. I'm making a website, a YouTube channel, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, uh, Periscope, like like Tumblr, the whole nine yards. Like it's just little by little. It's everything's coming. Everything's gonna come. Um, I'm kind of redoing my place because um, I'm gonna be saving up money because I might be moving out of Long Beach or I might stay in Long Beach. I'm just kind of trying to look for a trying to look for an extra room. So maybe a three instead of a two, maybe get a three bedroom. I want to have a podcast studio. If not, I might rent out a 
an office space, you know, just for the podcast. So when I have a major guest to come over, it's going to be fucking badass. Um, good things are coming on the Mega Man's podcast. Um, you know, when you get into the when when you get into the podcast game, uh, you have so many ideas, and you're like, man, you just want to do this, this, and this, and this, but you just don't know, you do not want to overwhelm yourself. So a little here, here, little here on Monday, a little here on Tuesday, a little here on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You just try to do whatever you can. But once everything comes into play and everything's in complete in order, and I already know how. Uh, I want the podcast to be in, in the surrounding and all that. It's going to be so much fun. I, I, I'm i super stoked. I'm super stoked. Um, other than that, oh, lastly, um, a lot of people were tagging me, um, talking about uh, this uh, new group, new society coming out called the Craft Beer Illuminati. You know, um, I don't know... I think they're coming out of the IE area and all that. People were blowing me up on DMs like, Mega Man, dude. Mega Man, check out this uh, Craft Beer Illuminati. I was like, what? Like, Craft Beer Illuminati? I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, is it like a secret society like that movie with Tom Cruise called Eyes Wide Shut? And he's like, what's the password? And, and you hook up with these girls with masks like, or stuff like that. That's what I was thinking. That's, my, that's Mega Man's thought. But uh, um, I just want to say, everyone, uh, I just followed uh, Craft Beer Illuminati. Give them a follow. I guess it'll way for you to be in that that society of that club they have to invite you in so craft beer illuminati if you guys are fucking hearing this shit you better have fucking mega man on and shit like that you know what you're gonna get i got my platform i got the connections i got the hookups and the craft beer scenes and all that stuff so you put me on that craft beer illuminati society good things are coming when, when you have mega man on it it's on and popping uh other than that Please subscribe to the Mega Man's podcast. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the podcast better. Just leave me some stars. Uh, leave a comment and everything because I just want to make the Mega Man's podcast better for you to listen to, everyone. Other than that, uh, enjoy this episode I've done with my guest, Ernesto Grumsilla, the host of The Flashback with the Homies. Take care, everyone. Happy belated Secret of the Mile. Happy Mother's Day, everyone, to all the ladies out there. Love you guys. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome to the Mega Man's podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 147. I have a very, very, very special guest coming out all the way up in the Pacific Northwest in Oregon. Uh, My boy, Ernesto, and he's the host of his podcast called Flashback with the Homies. Ernesto, what's up, doggy dog? What's up, my dude? How you been, man? Mega Man in the building. Thanks a <laughs> lot for having me, man. Oh, man. Hey, man. I'm pretty, I'm doing really, really good. Just been really, really busy. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, just keep on grinding on the podcast. I see it, man. I see you out there, man. I keep track. You've just been killing the game as usual, though, man. Yeah, um... I've been trying to to push out a lot of uh, episodes out because of this quarantine. Because uh, a couple days ago, I just opened a Zoom account. Uh, you know, with everything, I have to update my computer. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm doing behind the scenes to to you know get used to this. Because if I can't have a guest on or whatever, this is the only option to go do it. What we're doing right now on Anchor, 
or go on Zoom or do whatever we can to start doing podcasts. Whatever we can do, we get our yeah. Time. I feel you on that, man. Because I'm trying the Zoom thing also, and I just you know I couldn't figure it out. You yeah. know, and uh, the way I ended up doing my last one uh, with Freddie Korea, the uh, Vegas comic. Yes. Uh, shout out. Thanks for the invite podcast. Uh, I ended up doing that one through Facebook Live mm-hmm. and then doing the, doing a face to face that way. Mm-hmm. And then basically just using the old school handheld Zoom recorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much just went old school with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I noticed with like if you do the Zoom and you're doing the podcast, and even though you put your phone on Do Not Disturb, you're still gonna get incoming phone calls that it's gonna mess up the episode. If like if you're going through a talk right through the right through right like during the episode. Oh yeah, 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 totally, man, and, totally. And I that's what I was like thinking, like, oh, I don't want to do it. I'll just stick with Anchor, which is more better because you never know. You might get random calls in the daytime. That's why. I'd rather do the podcast at night where there's no one calling you. A hundred percent, my dude. A hundred percent, man. So how's it going down there, man? How's the weather? It's uh, nice right now. It was a little hot right now. It's in the 70s and 60s right now. It's a little foggy. Uh, You know, like earlier today, I paid some bills. Uh, uh, I just put out an episode 145 with my boy Chris from the Kickback Podcast. Oh, shout out Kickback Podcast, man. Yeah, man. Shout out. They awesome, dog. Hell yeah. How's everything going over there? It's going good, man. So far so good. You know, the coronavirus it, it didn't hit that hard here, you know, as hard as it did in other places, you know. Thank God for that one, man. Mm-hmm. But everybody's itching, man. You could already tell people are already starting to like like abandon their fucking face masks and they're like, man, come on. We itching, man. The weather's getting better. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get out, man. They're trying to get out and do something. Yeah, man. That's like with me right now. I'm just I'm getting tired of it, you know. Like, you know, I just I need to go out to a brewery. I need to go out, but in a way, it's like I have to stay home much, much sometimes. Well, much of the time I can't because my two boys have bad immune systems, so I can't have them go outside and you know just spend time with them, get their school ready for next week because they haven't been at school for a while, so. Um, I just got new laptops for them and stuff, so now they can start doing online school uh, starting on hey, Monday. Did did uh the whole laptop thing, man? My son's been on that, man. There's no way I could have pulled that one off. If this would have happened back in our childhood, oh hell no, man. I don't know how he does it. He's like, Dad, can you help? I'm like, man, you on your own with this one, big no, dog. man. I can't, you know. They got to do what they got to do. So if they're not doing school, you're like, hey, what help around the house or spend time? But, you know, it's just kids will be kids. You know, it's just uh, it's a big transition from this practicing this quarantine. And uh, I'll tell you one thing, Ernesto, I learned so much from uh, being quarantined because um, we'll, we'll talk about it down the road. But uh, there's, there's some good things and there's some bad things and there's some ugly uh. things, too. I feel you on that one, brother. I feel you on that one. Yeah. Hey, did you get your stimulus check? Yeah, I got that sucker. And I just, you know, I'm looking at my bank account. Just keep going up, up, up because we haven't done nothing. You know, I get I, I'm still working. So I get my regular paychecks and, you know, my wife. Shout out Becky from uh, Flashback with the homies also. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got hers. So it just got deposited. And it's just sitting there and collecting. Yeah. Uh, 
my company gave me a bonus and all of a sudden like when I got my stimulus check on Wednesday I was like what the fuck because I got over close to two grand oh that's right huh you got the kids yeah so what happened is with the two grand that stimulus check was gone in two days damn yeah I paid all what I did before anything I paid all my bills I paid my rent my car note all my utilities you know Disney plus Netflix gotta uh, have groceries. it a full tank of gas and I you know I spent some money on my kids you know and everything with my daughter my son and my two boys and out of all that money I only had about $150 and I bought some shoes and I just bought some beers that's it yeah but you get that good beer though oh that beer ain't cheap man sometimes uh I used to get it for free you know I still do from time to time but now um yeah you're right I have to buy the good shit now hell yeah I've been watching you, man. I know, man. I went, went um, I told you, like, when when, I, when um, all this is done, you know, I'll make a trip out to do your podcast, and I'm going to check out all your breweries and your boys' brewery, too. Oh, hell yeah. We actually just talked about that, and he's excited, man, because, you know, he homebrews also. Ooh. So I was telling him about that, and he's like, yeah, itchy, man. Hey, get him up here. We'll get some homebrew going. He likes that that dark porter shit though. Oh, no, that's what I like. Uh, like that, I think the brewery we're talking about, I think it's in Oregon. Uh, the shoots, uh, that black porter beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shoots is up here. Hot Valley is up here. Dead mm-hmm. guy is up here. Yeah, yeah. Man. You'll you'll like it, man. You'll like it. We'll just do a, a big ass fucking cruise all around and just go beer hopping. <laughs> yeah, I want to go beer hopping. And you're always at, like, I noticed in your pictures, you're always at the fucking lake. Hell yeah, man. We live out there. We call it our little Hawaii. Oh, your little Hawaii. But when you go, yeah. balls, when you go balls deep, you go to Vegas, huh? Oh, you already know, man. We, we actually do a whole run. We'll do, like, we'll go down to Cali, your neck of the woods, mm-hmm. hit up that area, then jump over to Vegas, do that neck of the woods, you know, and then spring back up here. It was funny because yeah. uh, last year we actually did uh, Cali, then we swung over to Vegas, and then did Cancun. We said, fuck it, we're going deep. Damn. Yeah, we did that like in a month, <laughs> within a month. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. Just, you just go, you're just traveling, like living life. That's what we do now, man. Like we, you know, halfway empty nesters. You know, mm-hmm. our daughter just moved out. You know, so she bought her own house. And then our son, he's like almost 16. So he's always trying to be out and about. He's a country boy. So he likes being out there doing all that, you know, hunting and fishing mm-hmm. and doing all damn. that. So I'm like, all right, you do that. We're going to head out. Hell damn. Hey, I was going to say, since your daughter left the nest and everything, you have that extra room. Are you going to make Yo- it to a podcast room? <laughs> no, nah, my wife beat me to that, man. The what? minute she... She, the minute she moved out, boom, she already had like a whole bedroom set for me to go pick up, get that whole room. But I'll tell you what, I got the uh, garage and that sucker's being turned into a podcast room as we speak. Ooh, like a man cave and all that. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I already got a, what do I got? A 50 inch out there. I got a futon out there. I got my desk out there. I mean, it's, it's going to be legit, dog. Get your refrigerator with a whole bunch of beers in the freezer. You have hot pockets. Oh, you already know, man. <laughs> See, that's the thing I like. 
you know, like uh, us doing podcasts, man, it's it's so much fun. Like, man, it's like it's 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 like a crack. Yeah, it I is, mean, dude. And the community is it's crazy, dog. Like the cute community of podcasters is just a beautiful thing, man. Oh hell like, yeah! Getting to meet everybody, like everybody that I've been listening to for like three four years now i'm like on the hello how you doing basis like you know i was i was just chewing the fat with arthur robles and he was just you know on the pura cultura you know so we were like kind of chitter chattering about that and all that i mean it's a good thing man i'm loving i'm having such a good time with this podcast thing yeah see that's the thing and when um when kickback podcast we did we did a group thing and you know I think he was trying to call it the Podcast Avengers and and have all these uh, other podcasters to, you know, to be, you know, touch base on everyone because a lot of podcasters, they don't, they didn't know, they didn't know each other. Like, I didn't know about this podcast or this or whatsoever. Right, right. And, uh, you know, when I, shout outs to Brian uh, Designs from Australia, when I, you know, asked the fellas, like, hey, man, I'm going to update your uh, thing because remember you were saying that, hey, man, so that's why that's why I thought about you because you know when you said, "Man, man, Mega Man, one day, man, I want to be on that thing with which Latino podcast to listen." And when you said that on your episode, when you had when I was on yours, I thought about you and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make my boy Ernesto dream come true. And because of you, I, I had I had an idea and I wanted to upgrade it where, and because I know Astafellas had their own people who they listen to but i wanted to have my own version of who i'm listening to and you know because of you saying that and you got your wish now you know i made this picture of the low the new logo of everything of all these different types of podcasts now i feel like to me there's a movement going on and i think we're all getting closer and closer and shit no for real though man it was tight and you know the 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 super awesome thing about that was we had that pop off, right? So you got your logo with the headphones and stuff. Yeah. And, and then right after that, uh, the kickback, it, it put that little video together. Yes. With all of us on it. Oh, mm-hmm. shit, man. Hey, my shit blew up on that one. Yeah, man. We're just taking this time, you know, like, you know, when, Ch- when Ramon from Chicano Shuffle planted that seed and when you hear about Buddha Katura, then there's other podcasters like, you know, VIP Podcast and No Father and New Latino. I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. And we're just getting more closer and closer. Even the celebrities who have podcasts, you know, like No Father, No Problem or No Trasustis and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, you, you got Yo Yo Yo's and all these guys, man, you know, they're just like, podcasting and the number one thing i love about it is back in the day we all grew up listening to the radio you know so power 106 or what Mm. was it the beat back in 92.3 the beat and all that you know with theo with theo in the morning that dude you know it blew my mind man i always thought that dude was like black until one day he came out on the news. It was like, what? He's Asian. Yeah, 11 o'clock at night. I'm like, man, I'm watching this. I, I, I have to know who this dude is. And so he's like, hey, girl, don't worry about nothing. He going to call you back one day. And I'm like, all right. And then I see this little Asian dude. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. what? What mm-hmm. the fuck mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. happened? 
But that, that was, yeah. those were the days, man. We used to listen to Big Boy and the Baker Boys in the morning and all that, Baker right? Baker Boys. You Hell already yeah. know, man. This is flashback with the homies. We take it deep in the motherfucking <laughs> hood. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's like, oh, man, I want to be like that. I want to be like them fools, man. You know, their their voices, it's out there. It's on the waves, and everybody knows who they are. And, you know, here I am, 41 years old, and finally, you know, it's happening. But we get to see, like, Felipe and Rodrigo, you know, and the likes of Martin and Alfred Robles and, you know, Tom Segura and all these very well-known artists, comics, and they got podcasts, you know, so it's like this brotherhood that we enter, and it, it's fucking amazing. It's 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 honor to be part of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I know, like, I know with you, you started like late, but you're already getting your like your foot wet like fast. But it's just that you it's know, that hustle, it's baby. <laughs> it's that hustle. You just got to do what you got to do, and and you know, like I was saying, you know, like you're like part of the family, and. We got your back, and there's a lot of podcasters. I always tell you, man, you never know who's going to be hearing. But now it's like, well, I hear your podcast, you know, and everything. You and you're doing good. Like every episode is getting gooder, better, and better and better. Thank you, thank you, thank you, dog. And all that feedback, and the love and support that I get from people, you know, it really pushes us to keep moving stronger. And, and what's next? You know, we got to set the bar a little higher, a little higher. And then, you know, when you call me up and you're like, yo, man, you know, what are you doing? You got to put out more posts, you know, fucking get your mm-hmm. brand out there. And then you're going to yeah. be, you're, you're going to be popping off. You were saying like stickers and merch and all that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Stickers and merch and all that stuff. But to be honest, like I want to, do what's behind the scenes like the youtube the editing and this and the graphs and like all that stuff and everything i want to take care of the harder shit first being the social medias because you know like with me like i was working a lot now now it's kind of calming down now so i'm instead of me working like 70 hours a week i'm kind of working like 40 or 35 which is good so with me working less hours i'm gonna take advantage like one day i'll focus on this this day I will focus on that. So I'm just trying to do what everything I can try to get ready because I want to pop up all these social medias as YouTube by the end of the year, but I'm already scheduling a heavy hitter guest to come on the Mega Man's podcast. Yeah, that's what's up, man. And the thing is, this, this fucking Corona slowed a lot of shit down, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it slowed a lot of shit down, but to be honest, like it kind of, it kind of there's there's a new perspective of how I see things in society or in life or this whatever. It was kind of like a wake up call, you know, because I think in a way we were too much on our iPads and phones and all that, and we weren't socializing. So now that we're doing that, you know, like you know when you say like, hey man, I got to do this, but I don't have time because I'm always working. But when you're not working, you're not doing this. Now you have the time, but there's a lot of people who don't want to do it, you know. Oh, there's a lot of talk, man. There's a lot of talk and not enough do out here. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I always want to show love and support to a lot of the people who, you know, um, who who got laid off and everything. Because, man, man, it, it I just imagine if I got laid off, I'll be stressed out as fuck. Hell yeah. Shit. I'll tell you, man. I, if I got laid off, well... 
I don't know. I'd probably just sit out there in my mini Hawaiian chill by the lake. Yeah, yeah, because everyone's because really... Because Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Oh, I, I just become a professional drinker. <laughs> <laughs> the gyms are closed, man. The, these gyms are closed around here, and I'm already itching, man. I'm like, man, I already called my gym up. I said, hey, hey, dog. Hey, when are you going to fucking open back up, you know? I got to get rid of this weight. Yeah, I know. I, uh, it's hard because it's like today when I went to go buy beers, I only had a, two bottles left of beer, you know, because I wanted to work out. But I was like, man, what the fuck, Megan, man? I just got more beers, you know? <laughs> yeah, buddy. You, get a, you better start training for that next uh, push-up challenge. Oh, hell no. I'm done with that. I'm, re- I'm retired. <laughs> No, you're like, hey, don't even fucking challenge me with shit, man. No, man. I'm telling you, when when this shit all happened, I'll just stay home and drink. Or, I mean, for sometimes I'll just have my uh, my special someone come over and have a little have a little freaky shit sex. Oh hell yeah, that's what's up, man. Burn calories that way. That's always that's yes. always good. That's the way uh, to do it, baby. You know, that's what I, people were telling me. You know, you want to lose weight? Say, hey, yeah. Well, how do you do it? Like, have more sex. Yeah, <laughs> pumping, like, baby, pumping. You're pumping the abs. You're flexing the abs. You're working your legs. You're working your thighs. You're getting your sweat on. But like, dude, you're taking a chance because you know you got to pull out. <laughs> yeah, the pull out game is a uh, is a must. It, it is a must. <laughs> it's a must. As long as it's a on, must. It's a must. As long as she's on birth controls, or you wear a Jimmy hat, or if not, I might be. In the, I'll be at baby number five. Oh fuck! That's my that's my nightmare, man. Every time my girl gets a little tummy ache or something like that, dog, I'm like, hey, what's going on? Do we have to go find some stairs? Stairs? <laughs> <laughs> Do we need a fucking hanger clip? Uh, no, I'm just saying, man. I know. <laughs> hey, do you want to like, fall down? I totally get yeah. it, man. I totally get it. I don't, I gotta go find that. some stairs. <laughs> You have to find some stairs. It's like we got that one, all right. But oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because that would be, dude. I'm my kid's sixteen this year, right? Here in a few months, and if I had to do it all over again, holy shit, dog! I don't know if I could do it. I don't. I don't think I would like that kid. I'd be like, man, uh, just uh, I. I'm gonna go for a drink. I'm <laughs> <at it. laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you know, it's hard be- work, dog. I know. You know, to be honest, I don't know how... I wish I was like Chinook for like No Father, No Problem, where he just tells his wife, hey, babe, uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go to a bar right now. I'll be back. You know, like, just like that. You know? Man. Yeah, that, that's... There's an agreement there somewhere. I know. I, that, I mean, if, I, I don't know. I mean, if I was with someone, I'd say, hey, I'm going to go bar myself. My, the, If I was with someone, she'd be like, fuck you. You're staying here, man. I'm your fucking... Sub- I'm your grand prize. You don't need to go out to a bar. Who are you going to go see? Not you or that little guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I was going to say, uh, so what other type of podcast you, uh, are you listening to? So, uh, of course, I listen to the No Father, Yours, uh, you know, Chicano Shuffle as the fellas. Uh, mm-hmm. American wannabes for sure, dog. Those those guys are hilarious, you know. But outside of them, I really uh, I do. Um, there's this one, Gangsters Chronicles. Those are pretty good. They're the, the dudes that used to work with Death Row and Suge Knight and all them dudes. Gangster Chronicles. I never heard of that. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's called the Gangster Chronicles. Okay. It's basically uh, the the old bodyguards and shit of Death Row Records, Ooh. and they bring on like some of the people. They talk like the real shit that happened. Now that you know everything's over, it's kind of like the mafia. You know, like now they're able to talk about it and who did what to who and what. Happened. They had Warren G on this last episode. I just heard. Uh huh. And they were talking to Warren G about everything that went on at Death Row and how they never accepted him, even though he was Dr. Dre's stepbrother, you know? Yeah, yeah. They never accepted him and they never, like, signed him on to Death Row. So he went off and did his own thing, which is where Mr. Graham came from and fucking the G-Funk era and all that. So that's a pretty tight one. And then I listened to uh, the Comedian podcast, you know, the uh, Tom Segura's your mom's house and you know i pretty much listen to podcasts all day because music dog i can't really fuck with music right now man no no yeah i because uh when you're talking about the uh the chronicle you know um shout out to tony a uh, rhodium radio uh he had this guy called his name was freddie vegas he was the producer for death row and talked about what was going on inside and everything and that was a very very good episode because I did not know they were gonna they were gonna sign a whole bunch of la Latino artists to go sign for Death Row. Oh yeah, yeah, that was big too. Cause remember, uh, Easy E, Ruthless Records, their yes. rival had Frost. I yes, I you know what? I'm I'm more old school, and you know what? I know people are gonna be like, "What the fuck, Megan man?" Like Buddha Kadura is gonna be like, "You don't, you didn't." Homie, you didn't do your homie. Uh-huh. You're, you're said, a culture homie. vulture. <laughs> homie. homie. I love, hey, I love listening to them fools, man, because their their lingo and the way they get down and you know the way they talk is it, it, is still fucking right there. It's still straight up. Hey, homes. Hey, bato. No mommy's way. No mommy's still bato's culture vulturing. Eh? Uh, the feds are watching. The feds are watching. The feds are watching. It's funny because they called out uh, Alfred Robles because he's like, yeah, I, was, I wasn't going to go to the police academy or I went to the police academy. He's like, see, the feds are watching and they're right here right now. Eh? We're not going to edit this out. We're going to leave this on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I was at work literally like drilling some shit down to a board. And when, when he said that, the first thing that came to my mind was, the feds are watching. And then I think it was Smiley that yells that out. He goes, see, I told you this whole time. Feds are watching. And we got one on the line right now. Hey. That's weird because if he didn't, if he, if Alpha Robles in that episode was not fucking drunk, being a fucking stalker, trying to go bang on his lady's window, I mean, he wouldn't be a comedian. He would be a fucking cop right now. Bro, man, that that episode Fucking had me rolling. I think was it was it uh, Rizzo? Was it Martin Rizzo that he said would come over and try to sleep at his house almost every night? Yeah, yeah, Mar- yeah, yeah. yeah. He saw, my mom was like, "Quién es ese niño?" Who is <laughs> this guy? Who's this kid? Who's this little kid that keeps coming in your window and leaves in the morning? <laughs> and he's like, "No, he's he's old. He's not a kid." I see. He's mm-hmm. like, fuck. Man, that one had me rolling, man. Pura Cultura, shout out to you guys and, and Alfred Robles, man. He's killing yeah. me. Definitely going to check out his um, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, he's going to be on on the Zoom. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, 
I cannot wait for that one. Um, so there's, I mean, there's so much to talk about. Oh, I was going to tell you, have you watched that documentary of the, the last dance about the Chicago Bulls? No, actually, that is on my uh, to watch list this weekend. Um, I, I, I just got done with LA Originals, man. That's shout, good. Shout out to Cartoon and uh, Esteban. That was mm-hmm. that was awesome. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that was good. The last dance was really. Good. I'm a, it, it's. I'm already at episode four. I'm already done with it. So I'm waiting for the next, the new episode, episode five, which will be coming out on Sunday. Okay. So, what is that on? It's on ESPN, or you can watch it on ESPN Plus, and it breaks down about the Bulls and the dynasty and how they broke up and how. The stuff there's a lot of stuff in the insights we didn't know about the Chicago Bulls where Scottie Pippen was underpaid, whatever, because the reason why, because when he came to the NBA league, he had a messed up back. So, you know, you don't know if he's gonna be good or not. So he signed a contract for all these years and he and he wasn't getting paid like he used to. And uh, you know, he was holding out, he was frustrated. The general manager, Jerry Krause, was like a dick and uh you know, he wanted the ego, and he said, and he was talking about franchise uh, win championships. But actually, Michael Jordan says it's the players that you put together that wins championship, not the organization. Yeah, because they they had the team, dog. And do they go back in the day with them, with you know the the Celtic games and the yes. fucking Laker yeah. games, which are. Probably, yes. I, I don't know who at that time wasn't in front of their TV screen. Oh, yeah. They break everything down about the Bulls and how it started when they drafted them and, and, and everything. And the one I, I like, I admire the most is that when you tell Michael Jordan that you're never going to make it, you're never going to do it, he takes that so personal. It's like, you know what? If you say that I'm not going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. And he was trying to get over the hump and try to because you know, everyone thinks that Michael Jordan was just a score, but he wanted to be the all-around guy. But when he started, re- get, you know, the team was getting better and everything, and when he started bringing all these core teams, they couldn't get past the Cavaliers, but they couldn't get past the Detroit Pistons, where they would always lose, lose, and say, you know what? If we're gonna, if we're gonna you know, play with these guys and they're going to beat us up, push us around, foul us hard. When we, if we lose, let's go back in the summer. Let's hit the fucking weights hard. And we'll just add muscle, maybe five or maybe 20 pounds. And, you know, when we play them again and we meet them in the finals, whatever, they can't fuck with us like they used to anymore because we're, we're, we could take the pain. Yeah. They put some meat on because, mm-hmm. because they were playing with some big boys, man. Big boys. You know, other teams have them hitters, man. And the thing is, Michael Jordan, you know, that's true. When he came back after that one season, he he looked solid, dog. Solid, you know. Because um, I always think and wonder sometimes, you know, what would happen if, like, the prime of the 80s and early 90s against the LeBron and, and Camelo and Dwayne and all these guys, like, I wonder how it would match up. The only thing is, people would say like, "Oh, you're you're a LeBron hater. You're you're a LeBron boy." But we think back with Karl Malone and Magic and, and Larry and all those; those were fucking wars. They they fucking foul you hard. Yeah, you couldn't fuck with Charles, man. You get Barkley out there. Shit. Yeah. If the, if the trash talk it didn't hurt your feelings, 
man, these motherfuckers will go straight up in your ass. Mm-hmm. You know, knock you on your back. Vladi Divox was no joke, man. You know what I'm saying? Va- oh, Lada is a mess. Uh, Van Axel was out there just hitting them threes. Like, people forget about Axel, you know. It's like, yo, them motherfuckers were out there, and they would put their hands on you, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it, man. I mean, fuck you. I might. I mean, he was a bad boy. I love my boy, Beer Lambier. He was a fucking man. Serious, man. Clyde Drexler, yeah. no joke. Portland. I mean, yeah. these are the dudes I grew up. I mean, I, I kind of stepped away from watching all that shit, you know, as the time progressed. Just like music, just like everything else. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's good. You know, a lot of things are changing, you know, but I'm, I, to me, I'm always been, I, to me, I'm always like a 90s baby, like an 80s, 90s baby. Like, I like the 90s R&B. I don't like the rap or the or the fucking, like, R&B now. I like it back then. Oh, yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. If it ain't R&B back in the day, if it ain't soul from back in the day, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what we all grew up listening to, the, the real baby face, you know, the real, like... Oh, hell yeah. Fucking... What, what did they have? In Vogue when they first came out? A mint Condition. Mint Condition. Fucking, I remember after seven. I remember the first time I ever heard like "Boys to Men," but the first time ever, not not fucking "Water Runs Dry" or fucking "I'm Bended Knee." Boys to Men. I mean the Mo- <laughs> Motown Philly fucking Motown Philly. Yeah, that was the the real shit. And then before them, we had the uh, what was it? Um, what was the homeboys that came out? Fucking, um, as yet was one of them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember as yet because they were in a soundtrack called uh, "Nutty Professor." Word, yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, yeah. R and B back in them days, man, it was it, it was coming from New Jack Swing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. A lot of people don't know New Jack Swing was invented by Teddy Riley. Word. A lot of people don't know that because they talked about that on the Netflix uh, documentary, The Hip Hop Evolution. Yeah, great documentary right there. Hell yeah. And people don't know this, pop quiz, Ernesto, who founded the Neptunes? Oh, dude, I just watched this one. (laughs) All right, give it to me. Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley was doing a talent show because he was looking for new artists in Virginia. And at, he did a whole bunch. And the only ones he saw was uh, Chad and Pharrell. And they're in high school still. And because of them, he founded them. And he's like, okay, and if you win, we'll let you do a, a music here or whatever. So what happened is when he found the Neptunes, their first, uh, they produced their first song was uh, Rex and Effects, Rump Shaker. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, that the soundtrack with Free Willy, SWV, uh, with the, you know, the little cameo with Michael Jackson, they they did that song, too. Dude, SWV, man, they hit hard, man. Remember that? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. I was uh, watching uh, the movie uh, Above the Rim and fucking the movie Boomerang. Those two had the most bombest fucking soundtracks. 
Oh yeah, dude. People slept on that uh, boomerang soundtrack though. Mm. Mm. That soundtrack, dog. Yeah, yeah. Man, everybody, you can bump that man and just let it ride, and you can you can start your date and and end up fucking on that soundtrack. I don't want to mention her thing, but you know who you are, girl, in South Central. Uh oh. We're bumping that shit, Keith, Keith Washington on LaFace Records on, on Boomerang Soundcheck at my house. We're hooking it up. Bam, bang, 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 bang. Man, <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. That had, what, it had Johnny Gill in it? Keith Washington, Shanice, Shantae Moore. PM Dong. Fucking, P- oh, that song, I Die Without You? God, oh my God. Mm. That shit was good. Boys to Men. Tony Braxton, Babyface. Yeah, it, it had it, dog. Like I'm saying, if you had that that record on, you know your your night's gonna end up in bed. You're gonna check out her feet, and then you're gonna mm-hmm. get in there. Hell yeah! And also the above the rim because that was a soundtrack with Death Row Records, and you know also the Murder with the Case. Mm-hmm. That one, those are those some bomb ass soundtracks. Yeah, I got that murder was. I was just listening to that murder was the case uh, soundtrack mm-hmm. with Snoop in the front. Mm-hmm. It looks like all brown and white. Yeah, I never seen that movie. Have you seen? it? I have it. I have it on VHS, dude. I got like a hundred VHSs out here, man. I still got the box VHS. Remember the box when you used to have to call the number and all that. Oh shit. Oh, I remember that. My mom killed me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. $300. Yeah. $300. Yeah, because you just... Do, 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 do. All right, enter the code. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, I still have that VHS with the movie, God. with the videos on it, man. Oh, the box. I remember the box. You yeah, know? we're talking back in them fucking days of fucking, fucking house uh, party line and shit. Oh my God! Yes, you know, you know, uh, Burkatuda was talking about that with Alpha Robles, the party line where, you know, like you were taking a chance to see if that girl was hot or not. But you know what? To be thinking about that, I did that one time, and I, you know, you have to spit spit your game, uh, you know, to all these cholos, and I got the girl on a one on one and say, hey, we're gonna meet up, and she tells me, oh, I'm a beautiful like half white, half Mexican girl. And when I saw her, I was like, fuck you. You ain't. She was ugly. Dog, that was the original fucking, what's that show? Catfish? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah, dog. Right. We you. all got catfish with fucking party line, dog. I, every girl, every girl, I swear to God, every me- Mexican chick, you'd be like, so what's up, girl? What you look like? Ooh, I'm thick in all the right places. Oh. Yeah, I learned real quick. That just means you a fat chick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was like, hey, when you said you were thick, I didn't think, like, what happened? What, I thought you drank like a Coca-Cola bottle. I didn't think we were going to be like a fucking marshmallows, a safe up marshmallow man on fucking Yeah, the, these are all the chicks now that take their pictures from, like, way above their head. Oh, yeah. And don't go past yes, their yes. boobs. Oh yeah, that's always that's always tell them. Hey, I know I see a picture, but I want to see a full picture, and they ghost me because they know they say they can't get away. Oh, with now me. you an asshole. <laughs> well, I have to, man. It's like, dude, <laughs> people, girls be girls be saying shit like, "Hey, man, let me see a full picture of Mega Man." Oh, hey, man, let me see your dick. 
I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see how. I wanna see how big it is. That's that's how women Ooh, are. Too. Yeah, I know. What the fuck happened there, man? Hey, whoa, no, no. Yeah, it's like, oh man. But the party line was party line was the shit, dog. There was this one time, right? So I in mm-hmm. in L.A. I lived in I lived in the the Pico Union area, right? Which is like over by MacArthur Park, Sixth Street, and all that, right? So yeah, I'm like, they're like, oh, so where you where you stay at? Or what school you go to? And I'm like, oh, well, I go to Virgil Junior High, right? Oh, okay, cool. Eighth grade, right? All right, so we meet up, right? And I rolled down over there, and yo, this girl had, like, all the homies from 18th Street just all right there. And I'm walking up, like, uh, is Liz here? And they're like, where you from, fool? Hey, hey, where you coming from, eh? And I'm like, uh... Nah, I'm just looking for Liz. Oh, hey, soldier. Hey, this fool's looking for your girl. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And that's that's when I was like, man, I got to stop meeting these girls on this thing. Oh, shit. Like, damn. Yeah, man. yeah. It was, it, I can't, I can't it wasn't a that. setup or none, but, man, these chicks, they all lived in the, the hood, right? Because it's, it's party line. Ain't like they're going to be like, yeah, I come to the park at this time, and blah, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, just come to my path. Yeah, yeah right. that's what happened. Nah, skirt man. on that one. Nah, man. You know, like you know, what it reminds me of when you said that. It reminds me of that movie with the kid at play called that movie Class Act. Oh yeah, where they uh, they uh, they they in school they, they switch they, up. They, yeah, yeah. And so he has to go pick up the girl in the hood, and the guys are right there sitting. He's like, man, I used to date her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, see, that's funny because a lot of movies have used that scenario because it happens down there. You know, you meet a girl, dude, you you go to school, right, and every girl is from a different neighborhood. It ain't like, you know, they all live around the corner from you. So you're like, you yeah, live yeah. in this neck of the woods, and you're like, hey, where you go to, where you live at? And she's like, oh, over here. Okay, I'm going to go over there real quick. And then it's like, oh, shit, yo, like. There's a lot of homies over here just eyeballing you. And they're like, hey, 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 where you going, dog? You know, uh, what movie was that? Was it The Wash that had the same scenario oh, yeah. with Dr. Dre and Snoop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's going over to see that chick, and he's like, fucking Snoop's like, fucking hits the burner. And he's like, oh, shit, you were about to leave me, dog. He's like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you work. All these homies about to creep up. Yeah, man, I can't be dating girls like that. Party anymore. line was a trip. Um, I didn't. I don't know if I. I know. I didn't. I. I don't know if I told you the story. I don't know if you heard it on the podcast, but I, I'll, I'll say it again because um, when I used to go, when I used to be on the the that uh, website, uh, P, uh, the dating site called POF, Plenty of Fish. Um, I met a girl out in uh, Santa Ana. And I lived in Long Beach, and she's like, hey, come meet up, whatever, and stuff. And uh, the scenario, I didn't know what this girl was doing. Um, she would lure, she would meet the guys online, and she would invite them over, where she would lure the guys in, and when the guy goes in the house, there would be a whole bunch of gangster guys or cholos. They would jump them, beat them up, maybe stab them, kill them, take their money or whatever, and just dump the body, uh, whatever, because in Santa Ana, I don't know if this is true or not, but 
there were some gangsters out there who who their friends were were sheriffs, and there was a. And what what year I was this? Say, Ah oh, man, this was like maybe I want to say about seven years oh, ago. Oh shit! Seven years, yeah. And some of the some of the gangster guys they had they had friends who were cholos or whatever in the sheriff's department. So what they would the gangster guys the sheriffs would do they would arrest a guy and they would drop him off on a bad street. And the sheriffs who who probably knew a lot of cholos they would call them and say hey we dropped off this fool right there go blast this fool you know whatever have fun with them you know and everything so. They, this girl tried to lure me in. I saw someone peeking me, say, Hey, I thought you're by yourself. When I noticed that I seen some people in there, like, Oh shit, I took off running. Well, I didn't know when I was about to took off running, some guy dragged my, was pulled my shirt and tried to drag me in the house. And I tried to, to like fight or do whatever. And then I ripped my shirt off. I was running with no shirt on, whatever, running, running, running. And the only thing is, I only had about nine dollars or ten dollars in my in my in my pocket, whatever, for the bus. And uh, I had to call the cops, and the cops came, and uh, you know, they there was no one in the house. The house was abandoned. It was like one of those squatter houses, whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, I just I went back home. I had scratches on my chest, my body, and everything. And I was like, man, I can't be, I can't be fucking meeting girls online like this. I was like, fuck this shit. Man, that is some cold ass shit to do to somebody for 10 bucks. Yeah, you know, whatever. Because I mean, how much, how much can a person carry, you know what I'm saying? On their, on their cash wise, you know, like, what are you going to jack them for, you know, seriously? Yeah. Yeah, I think they were two just trying to find men who are easy prey and you know, Jackham, but when I tried to look her look her up on, on her POF, I think she had deleted her account and and I never saw that person again. Yeah, that just comes to show, man. Like all these date naps, man, I mean they it could be a fucking setup hardcore. Especially mm-hmm. if the chick's like, mm-hmm. Hey, I like expensive things and I like you to, you know, show me a good time. Make sure we go somewhere elegant. Make sure you're taking me somewhere high class. So that right there says all right, so I got to make sure I'm packing like, you know, four or five hundred bills on me or card. So that right there, it lets her already set it up. Hey, this was going to be coming, taking me to an expensive fucking date. So roll him for whatever he has and the rest, we can drive him over to an ATM and make sure he pulls it out or something. Oh, oh, I got another story. Let's go. So this happened. Oh, I did. You're going to like that. Maybe. So. A couple months ago and stuff, uh, I met a girl. Uh, she slid through my DMs and, you know, pretty Mexican girl from Fresno and whatever. She's like, hey, man, like, hey, you want to come over to my hotel? I'm over here visiting my mom, whatever. I think she just wanted to hook up. And to me, I get very cautious if a girl wants to meet up at a, at a hotel she's at because you don't know if she's a hooker. You don't know if it's a sting operation, you know, from a from a cop, you know, whatever. Or I might get jumped and everything. So, and you ask, you text, I asked her all these questions, and I met her up all the way in Orange County, and fucking, I put my wallet and my everything away, all my valuables in my trunk, and she left, like, here, I left the card under the placemat, you know, you could, whatever, to hook up, you know, I was just waiting in bed, and even though the lights were off, I turned on the lights, I wanted to make sure there was no one behind the door, in the bathroom, and this, whatever, and she was like, what are you doing? You know, like, I'm just very cautious because I don't like meeting meeting girls 
um, if they already have hotels already, because you never know that can be that can be a uh, you know just uh, they could just jump yeah. you, you know. So we hooked up and everything, but I just get I get very cautious with that. Man, fuck dog, fuck them apps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know all that. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it, dog. They make movies out of this shit. No, man, but I'm telling you, it's just like when you meet women. Well, to me, it's like I meet women every time on my DMs on the on the podcast page. I'm like, dude, this is too good to be true, or it's like, nah. But it's what's your alibi? What What do you want to? What do you want? It's like you always get curious and shit like that. But can't be doing that shit yeah. anymore, man. You can't be. <laughs> I, I don't want them. I don't want them to be like, oh my gosh, I fuck Mega Man from the Mega Man podcast. And we're yeah, like, next thing you know, they're like, you too? You too? What? <laughs> oh, you too? What? Oh, oh man. What? Yeah. And also, like, I, I can't be fucking with, like, some women who are in the craft beer scene. Oh, I can't be fucking with those girls anymore. Hell yeah, no. Yeah, you don't want to do none of that, dog. No, that shit was spread like wildfire. Like, in the craft beer scene, it's Ooh, yes, especially no since that's like no your world, dog. That's yes, that's your avenue. Yes, you're gonna tarnish your avenue, and the yeah. next thing you know, you're gonna be the sucio from that block. <laughs> yeah, man, I was a free agent, so I was a retired hoe. Now I'm an unretired hoe. Yeah, you got that that new new car smell still going on there. Oh yeah, I got that. I got that free spray. Yeah, 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 yeah dog. You know, every once in a while, it ain't, it ain't so, that bad, pero damn. Yeah, you know what, to be honest, it's like, you know, I wanted to settle down, Ernesto, but in my last relationship, but things didn't work out. Try to give it one last try, man. Things didn't work out, and they feel like, you know what, I'm just going to have my fun, but you know what, I'm not going to look for it. Maybe it'll come find right. me. Well, you never know, man. I mean, they say that you always meet the the one that's going to be the woman of your life in the damnedest places, so you never know. Yeah, that's true. And there's, it's it's hard to date because I think there's some where they just want to set, they want to tame you or settle you down quick and everything, but they don't really want to get to know you and stuff like that. So who knows if there's a lady out there or, you know, maybe I'm talking to this girl, you know who she is. And if it, things get serious, it gets serious. But, you know, who knows? We'll just take it. We'll just yeah, it's taking it slow and easy. Like I said, man, I've been I've been with uh, my wife for 19 total years. Not married. Married's been what? I, I got a plot on that. I got a plot on that because, damn, man, I'll tell you, having steaks and eggs forever, man, that's serious. No, it really is, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I see, you know, all these fools out here doing their thing, but at the same time, it's like, yo, I, I, I got my, my best friend, my homie, on my side all the mm-hmm. time. Was down to, you know, drink with me and party with me and get down, and you know, it's already set. So when we go to a bar or, or you know, a, a nightclub or a party or whatever we're doing, it's like, you know she will go ahead and venture out on her own that way with her girls and I'll venture over here with my boys and we'll do our thing. And then we meet up in the middle, get nice. a drink together, have a shot. Or I'll let good times and I'll see you later on. I'll be on this side over here. No worries. No need to be like on their hip because the homies that have girlfriends, 
you know, like, oh, this is my new girlfriend. We've been together for like a week or two, whatever. They're on their hip. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes being, yeah, you know, having a relationship for this long is actually a, a good thing. Yeah, man. You guys, we guys were meant to be. You have a strong communication, strong relationship. I mean, you're both love each other. You guys are going to, you know, be with each other when you guys get old. And, and you have two kids, you know, and everything. You're living the life, man. It's fun. A it's a good time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So right now, we're going to take a break right now. And when we get right back, we're going to go deep talks with my boy Ernesto where, uh, where he grew up at, you know, uh, what is he doing now and what's the future for the the flashback with the homies podcast right all right all right we're back on um hey Nessa, i was gonna tell you i mean have you been have you been listening a lot of the ask the fellas podcast oh yeah 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 most definitely yeah i was gonna i was i was i was trying to get i want to try to get barlow's on the podcast oh man Barlow's man, he, that fool, that fool's funny. But there's a there's a funny uh, running joke on that show because mm-hmm. um, you know I, I be giving them so many uh, props and shout outs and stuff. So they're like, "Yo, man, you got a secret lover, dog?" Who, Shawmart? They're like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah." So he's like, "Yo, Barlow's, you got a secret lover, man?" Hey, old grumpy. He's uh he's showing mad love for Barlow's, okay. and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! It ain't just Barlow's; it's the whole team. I love the whole team. Yeah, my ass. That's <laughs> fucking Sharma all the way, Sharmar. Yeah, man. Those dudes, those dudes are funny as hell, man. There was a funny uh question that came in on um, this last episode that I heard today. Yeah, and it was by a new a new listener, right? And she's like, real talk, are y'all gay? <laughs> <laughs> she just she just like drops the bomb, just straight hammered them with that one, like straight up. I'm like a few episodes in, y'all motherfuckers gay? And I'm like, damn, just like that? But, hey, it's too early. No, no, they ain't. They funny as hell, man. Yeah, um, I was listening to them and... Um... A while back, I did their podcast, man, and I, this is funny. I said, like, hey, man, we're done with the podcast. Like, yeah, man, it was, I love it, man. Hey, can I take a picture with all you guys? No, 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 no. We, we, we have to hide our faces. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you know? You saw them? You I, were able to hang with them? Yeah, I, I did their podcast. So what's the deal with the, with the incognito, the hidden faces, the Batman? I mean, well, what's going on? Well, I don't know if you noticed. If you look at Barlow's uh, his page, he actually uh, he actually put his face on it. He did. Yeah. yeah, it's like a cartoon, but it's 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 that's actually him. It's like, oh shit, that's that's Barlow's well, face. Well, there was this one uh, when I first like started uh, really really listening to them, and then I fired uh, uh, DM at them was because they were going to Vegas. Oh, and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, hey, what's there to do out in Vegas, you know? So uh, I got homies out there, you know? So I told them about the party bus, which is the one you get, uh, and it takes you to all the the clubs. 
and then, you know, you party on the way there, and then you get right into a club, and yeah. then, like, uh, an, an hour or so later, you get back out, jump on the bus, it takes you to the next spot, and they did it, and they had a blast, you know? But I saw some pictures of them on the bus, but I didn't know which was which or if that was even the real them, because I see them on Chicano Shuffle, and uh, Barlos was on there, and he was pixelated. I... <laughs> So it's like, oh, you see that? Yeah, I saw that. I saw it on the YouTubes, and I'm like, man, what is the Batman thing here? Yeah, I do. I saw them. I I saw those guys, man. It's like, okay, okay. They're like, was one of the guys. It's like, okay, you're the good looking one. You look like the gay one. You you're the one. You can tell you got. You're the one with the ten inch dick. I could tell. You know. Oh, <laughs> big yeah. big dick energy. Oh, big dick energy, man, victorious, dude. <laughs> so the only one is the only one. Okay, Barlow's is is obviously Carlos. Yeah, Barlow's. Yeah, Barlow's. Sh- Shomar is Omar. Yeah, Shomar is like he's like he's like the small one, the the tiny one, like the short one. He's he's a cool guy, dude. You know, and uh, let me see, Cherokee. Mc, Mc, yeah, victorious is a tall one with the goatee with the big dick. Yeah. So you got <laughs> Victoria's, Shomar, Cherokee, and Barlow's. And Barlow's. Yeah. But there's only are are they back? All four are are all four back? What do you mean, like uh, like doing the podcast? Or I think they yeah. do podcasts, but some of them I think they do with Zoom. I don't know, you know, because when you hear the episode, it sounds like. They're connected with the podcast with two people, but they also do kind of Zoom at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bless you, sir. Bless you, dog. Sorry. Uh huh. Yeah. But it's um, it's a fucking funniest shit podcast, dog. So you went to the secret location. Well, yeah, secret location. Well, at the time when when they didn't give me the directions right, I was like, oh, everywhere. What the fuck going on, dude? Because like, I left <laughs> early and I don't want to. You know, but I went in the secret location, but they, there's a lot of secret locations that they do because I think in a way they have fraternity brothers who own businesses. So they just go whatever they, they, they do the podcast that, you know? Yeah, it's crazy, dog, because you kind of got to be kind of a fan of the show and you got to follow the show to get mm-hmm. all the little, you know, the, the little hints and quirks and sayings, you know. Mm-hmm. Hidden locations, the yeah. people, you know. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's it's a it's a real fucking cool show, and I love the segments, man. The way they break all the segments down, like they got a fucking straight up podcast going on there. Oh, I didn't tell you. So check this out. So I've been listening to the podcast, and I when I did their podcast, one of their Astafella's fans. Uh, I'm not going to mention the state where she came from, but she flew all from that state all the way to Long Beach to meet up with me just to fuck me. Damn, that's what's up, dog. Yeah, and I talked about it and stuff. Hot Mexican girl, big chichis, boobs and everything. Uh, we're not going to mention where in Long Beach, but uh, yeah, we were hooking up for like three or four days. And uh, dude, it was on like Donkey Kong. Damn, she bought a plane ticket and everything? 
Yeah, yeah. She bought a plane ticket. We started talking and everything. Pretty girl, like everything. And uh, yeah, she's like, I I listened to the Ask the Fellas podcast and I came all the way. I wanted to come see you. It's like, well, she wanted to pay my way also to, for me to go see her. But she came all the way over here. And uh, yeah, man, we had some uh, nonstop four days of sex. Like it was. That's it what's was up, long. man. You, you got down with the, one of the lady fellas. Yeah, one of the lady fellas, dude. Her pussy was so bomb and wet and super tight. Shout out to the lady fellas. Shout out to the lady fellas. Shout out to the ass the fellas with the homies, dude. Hell and yeah. What, and that is one of the things I have to stop doing. I have to stop fucking my, my, my fans. Yeah, 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 man. Seriously, you're becoming the Molly crew of uh, podcasting, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tommy Lee, baby, Tommy Lee. Serious, man. We gonna call you the dirt. <laughs> oh, hey, have you seen that movie? Yeah. What you think about that in the beginning of that fucking girl with the orgasm and the pussy dudes came out like a squirting, like a fucking yeah, super that soaker. Was just like a super soaker, man, in the middle of everybody too. Yeah, man. I was like, that that movie was so like that's a fucking Motley Crew movie, like. Everything was just happening. Yeah, the crazy thing was, you know, I, I heard the interview by Tommy Lee after watching that, and he's like, yeah, I mean, we didn't really lie on it because this was basically what it was like, and not just for us. He's like, this was what it was like with, like, Guns N' Roses and fucking mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin, or not Led Zeppelin, but fucking Def Leppard and all these dudes, you know? Yeah, man. At, at that they were time. Up with, they were, yeah. yeah, they were hooking up. With each other's ladies, they're 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 hooked. They're just fucking each other's ladies and shit. Yeah, left and right, man. It was just like that, and then they move on to the next town. Damn, and the, man! And the crazy That's thing like... is, I can't even imagine waking up and like going to the living room or going to the kitchen and making me something to eat after a night of drinking. These guys had to like put on a whole show, a concert. I'd be hung over, dude. I can't do it. That's the that's the rock and roll life, like that movie uh, Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. Which one's that? That's a good movie. Well, with uh with Mark Wahlberg, it's called Rockstar. I think a superstar or rock star, but that's a good fucking movie. Really? Yeah, I gotta I gotta trip on this. Is it based in the eighties? Well, I think he was like a, a, I think it's not a true story, but it's just like the the daily day rock star life. So Mark Wahlberg was a singer for a cover band. So there was a main, main band that the singer didn't want to do it no more, retired, just whatever. So they needed a new front singer. So they were shopping around or having all these different types of singers and stuff to replace the old, the to replace one of the singers with a new singer and shit, you know? Just like what fucking happened with ACDC or Styx or, or NXS, like all that shit whatsoever. So it talks about, like, you know, you know, being in a rock band, how you deal with the everyday struggles of drugs, sex, rock and roll, the bus, the tours. Like, it's a good fucking movie. You gotta... Man, you haven't seen that? No, I slept on it. Every time I see the cover of it, like... I'm looking at yeah. the cover right now. It looks like just dusty and shit. So I thought it was just about some guy walking in the desert. No, it's a good movie, man. Oh, it's, it, it says, um, down. Yeah. This is loosely based on the 
true story of Judas Priest? I don't know. Maybe. I don't... I don't know if it's a true story or not, but yeah. I'm going to have to get in there on that one, dog. Thanks a lot, homie. You have to watch That's it. another weekend That's vote. A good... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you have to watch. So now we're getting to like some topics I want to get, you know, I want to shed light on because um, I want a lot of my listeners, I know a lot of podcasters, a lot of followers, they know me and you and everything. And, uh, you know, I want to get more deep and, you know, because a lot of listeners want to know, man, who is gruntzilla all about so uh uh tell me about yourself what did you grow up at so i was uh i was born in compton right back in set 1979 uh not raised there definitely not raised there uh we moved out of that area a little bit uh after i've moved over to the pico union area over by macarthur park in, in downtown la right and yeah. that's uh that's when pretty much everything started, man. Went to school right there at Union Avenue Elementary. But I lived in a I lived in a real, real mellow part of of this 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 area, right? Because I lived on third. So if you look in every direction, you got a different gang, right? So mm-hmm. In our little area, our area was like a path to get to the next neighborhood. So you go this way, you'd have 18th Street. You go this way, you got Rockwood. You go this way, you got Temple Street. A lot of people, you know, a lot of listeners, they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly where you at. Because, you know, you had all sorts of neighborhoods, right? Well, mm-hmm. we got to remember back in these days, you know, the early... 80, 85, 87, 89. All these days, man, it was all about, you know, just just hanging out in the neighborhoods and the barrios, you know. Gangbanging was a all-time high at this time, right? So moms yeah. was always like, stay, stay in the neighborhood. So the friends that I grew up with, you know, going to church, you know, right there and everything, we all grew up together. But most of them, by the 90s, started becoming taggers, right? So mm-hmm. they were like they were like, yo, we're gonna be tagging. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm with y'all, man. Let's go tagging, all right. And we start riding on walls and shit. And then we got busted one time, dog. Fucking cops come up. We run from them. It was three of us. One homie takes up out up the block, right? Up the hill. He got busted. Mm-hmm. So I'm running around fucking all over L.A. trying to run from the cops. And by the time I make it home, that fool was already busted. And the cops were right there waiting for me. God damn. Yeah. So because he got busted. He, I mean, homie lived next door. You know what I'm saying? He's like like coach, like uh, Buddha Katura. He was snitching. He was snitching. Because they gave him, you know, they gave all of us. We were just riding on walls, but... They were like, all right, we're just going to release you to your parents, man. My stepdad was like, nah, fuck that. He was on his way to Vegas, man, to fucking <laughs> to go gamble. So he's like, you ain't fucking up my fucking vacay. So he took me all the way to North Hollywood, dropped me off at that aunt's house and said, man, your mom's going to come pick you up. So my mom comes, picks me up. We go all the way. Now, this is on the RTD bus back in them days, you know. 
shit. Yeah, so we're we're on the bus all the way back home. Monday rolls around. They're like, what happened, dog? Nah, nothing much, man. Just got fucking in trouble for, you know, blasting and all that. This is when they used to call me Course, Courser One, right? That was my tag mm-hmm. tag name, supposedly, right? Courser One. Courser with a C-O-R-S. <laughs> <laughs> so I was Courser One at this time, right? And then mm-hmm. later on, all these fools turn into tag bangers. So now you can't walk around anywhere because you're like, hey, fool, you right? Or it's, hey, homie, where you from, fool? You know? So I'm like, man, fuck, dude, this, the, the streets are getting way too hot, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it, party cruise, homie. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where most of the action was with all the, you know, the, the chicks and the partying and the drugs and all that, right? Mm-hmm. You remember the party cruise back in the, the 90s? Oh, man, that was like, I remember those, man. When I was uh, living up in Northern California, man, they, the party cruise, um, uh, I remember them, but I wasn't in them because when I was in a when I was a freshman, I was so bad I got kicked out because um I went back to school, high school drunk. We we had a ditching party and I went back I was drunk. So my dad shipped me off to Lakewood, and after that, my dad didn't want to. He, he couldn't keep up with me, so my my dad shipped me back to my mom's, and I went to a, a Christian academy school. So. I was never in a party crew, man. I wish I was. Yeah, party crews were the shit, dog. Because, you know, I was all about fucking having fun with the homies and not not really, like, with the banging and all that. That whole fucking, hey, where you from, fool? All right, let's ride on this, fool. You know what I'm saying? I was more like, yo, I, yeah. I, I just want to party and have a great fucking time. Go here, there. So I started riding with still some of the homies that were riding. You know, they were like like taggers and shit. And then they were, mm-hmm. they were fucking with the party crews. So we start fucking with the party crews, you know, High Life and fucking Kill the Light Productions and all that, right? But same thing happened. They all start packing and then, you know, foos come over and start shit at the parties and the, the DPs and shit, you know. I remember, man, I couldn't go to high school. And I would have been able to go to Belmont High, right? Uh, mm-hmm. right there in LA, Belmont High School. But at that time, they were doing that separating everybody. You know what I'm saying? So they yeah. sh- they shipped me out to Woodland Hills. You know, so I was never able to go to ninth grade in LA. I had to go out to Woodland Hills to El Camino Real. So I'd be bust way the fuck out there. And then have to be bussed all the way back. So you can't imagine what time I had to wake up in the morning, you know. And the name Grumpy, the name Grumpy came from just, like, every time I wanted to, like, party and and hang out and everything. It was mostly, like, the get down, right? It was, like, drinking, uh, smoking, and just hanging, right? Just hanging there, like, hey, hey. Why this fool always looks mad, though, man? He's always having a good time, but he always looks mad. And Big Grumpy was like, hey, that's because this fool's fucking, he's grumpy. He's going to be little grumpy. And that's where the name just mm. stuck. Because before that, I was always coarser. Hey, where's coarse at? What's up with coarse? And that's where Grump- yeah. Grumpy came from. So it was actually little grumpy from Big Grumpy, who used to write grumps mm-hmm. everywhere, right? 
But yeah, yeah. So I carried that name over to Woodland Hills, and then once I got there, it was like, fuck, it was a free for all, dog. Them schools back in the day, man, that's where you go to. It was like prison, dog. That's where you go to learn everything because you got the best of the best out there, man. Like I ain't never seen a real crip or a blood in my life, you know, before that. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, yo. In L.A., in my, in my neck of the hood, you don't see, you know, Crips or Bloods. You, you know, all you see is Chicanos and stuff, you know. But once I got, yeah. once I got out to Woodland Hills and I saw foods from Grape Street, Rollings, Rolling 60s and fucking Pyrus and all that. I was like, yo. And they had their own part of the, the whole school. And then the Asians had their own part of the school. Mexicans over here. Yeah, even Salvadorians like MS and all them fools, they had their own section. And this, Dang. yeah. So mind you, I just started there, man. I, I this is ninth grade. It, I was only there for like a month and a half, and this big ass fucking fight breaks out, right, against the Salvadorians and the Mexican Mexicans, like Florencias and Raza Trece, and them fools were all like teamed up, and then MS and like. Fucking, I think some some fools from Crazy Riders, which was weird to me because I thought they didn't even get along. So I was like, all right. And then they all start battling and beefing. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little shank to school with me, right? One of them little baby screwdrivers, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I put it in my back pocket and I'm riding and we're just walking down the hallway. And then this fucking school police dude, he's like, hey, you two, come here. You got to check your pockets because, you know, they were, they were baggy. You know, we wear the big, big pants, right? And boom, I pulled that sucker out right away. And I tuck it behind one of the doors that was open. And that, hey, and that motherfucker, some, some, uh, somebody from the office saw that. And they go, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. And she goes right behind that door, pulls it out and goes, what's this? We just saw you put this back there. And the cop's like. Boom, hands behind your back, let's go. That was it, man. That was my ninth grade. Done. Expelled. And that, those are the last That's how it was. Yeah, those are those were like times like that. I remember when I was at Lakewood High and uh when you had Asians on this side, blacks, whatever and stuff, and I was new and it was uh man, it was I I remember a lot of people would bring knives, guns. There was a lot of cops. I remember there was always fights, rumbles. Oh, rumbles fights. like crazy, yeah, dog. But it's yeah. it's funny though because yeah, man. That before that, you know, I was in LA. I was going to Virgil uh, Junior High, and I was getting in trouble there. So my mom was like, "Hey, you got to go live with your dad up in the North Bay," you know, and that's like. San Francisco area up there, San Mateo, Redwood City. So, oh yeah, I know where that's at. Half that's what's Bay. up. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm from mm-hmm. LA. Now in LA, we never ever ever had to deal with the North Side, South Side beef, right? That's just that's just something yeah. you. It just doesn't happen. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go live with my dad. First day of school up there, man. It was on. Everybody was like, hey, you from L.A., dog? I'm like, yeah. They're like, so you, you banged that 13? And I'm like, huh? What you mean I banged that 13? That's not even that's not even a gang. What, 13th Street? We don't have that. I thought they were asking me what neighborhood I'm from, you know? 
And they're like, no, you're, you're, you're Sureño? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm from L.A. And bam, that was it, dog. It was go time right there and then. Over just that. Audi. Yeah, Damn. yeah, it was on site up there. They don't play. They really do rock that that south side, north side shit. So that was like on site. But I handled mine. You know, I got down with the fool. Word got out. Hey, this, this fool, he'll fucking get down, though. All right. So I got respect from them. And then all the other Chicano dudes, they started coming around. They're like, hey, hey, homie, you know, I heard you get down like that. I'm like, well, I don't get down like that. I don't want to, you know. But if it's got to go down, it's going to go down. So that only lasted about yeah, maybe a semester, if that. And then my dad was like, yep, we're going to go ahead and send you back for Christmas vacation. Go visit your mom. That fool packed my shit in a black hefty bag. Sends me back down to L.A. And it was like, That's yeah, that up. was it. He's like, I'll be back to pick you up. That sounds like. That sounds like yeah, my exactly. Dad. That's why when, that when you like said that, it rang that bell. I was like, wait, hold up. That's exactly what happened to me. He goes, I'll pick you up right after the uh, the Christmas vacation, the winter vacation, and then uh, bring you back up. Nah, man, I was sitting by the door with that hefty bag waiting. Never fucking came in. That was the end of that. Now, ask me where he's at. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So after that, you went to go stay with your mom, and and how was the transition? Like, did you did you get along with your mom? Were you pretty close with your mom? Hell no, man. My mom was at that time because we were grown. She was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go fucking club. I'm gonna go dance. I'm gonna do my thing." She worked like Monday to Friday, but then weekends she'd be out partying, right? So me and my sister, we we yeah. were like. All right, cool. Well, you do that. We're going to do our own thing. So we'd be out partying. She, my sister hung out on the opposite side of the neighborhood. Like I said, I, I used to hang out down in the MacArthur Park area, the, the down in 6th and 7th and shit down there. Right right around the area they filmed mm-hmm. tra- Training Day. You know what I'm saying? That, gotcha. That whole yeah, area. Yeah. Well, well, my sister used to hang out in the opposite area over at, at Echo Park area. So... But the meeting joint, like I said, our area where we lived at, it was it was a kickback joint. So to get to one end of the road, you had to cross my street. You have to go right in front of my block. So she would bring people from over there over. I'd bring people from down there up here. And it was just, it was all good. It was a bunch of like OGs just hanging out, you know, respect. Most of them been in and out of prison, so they know each other from inside. So they didn't really trip on street, mm-hmm. street shit. So that's when I started learning, okay. Yeah. This is how it really goes down. Because remember, I just went through the whole south side, north side rumbles. So I was like, I, I was like, oh, okay, I, I feel you when you go to prison. It's more about this color, that color, you know, what's up? Moms was like, you know what? You guys think you can do whatever you want. You guys are always up here fucking around. Keep the apartment. I'm out. She moved to Long Beach. Damn. Yeah, so she's like, rent's paid to the end of, of the month. I lost watch you, man. I'm going to Long Beach. So she took off. Left it. And that was it, man. It was time to fan for yourself. I was like 15 at this time. What the fuck? Yeah, so she left me and my older sister, who was only, I want to say 17 at the time. And then, yeah, it was time to go to work, man. Instead of going to school, 
I ended up getting a job permit, went to work at Panda Express in downtown. Uh, can't remember the fucking name of that mall. It's the one where you go. It's a big circle, and it goes down. Instead of up, everything's down. All the, sh- all the, the stores and shit. Yeah, and way yeah. in, the, in the bottom, that's where the food court and everything is, and that's where Panda Express was. And I went and got a job there and just, just started helping out with the rent. Until the, the until the manager, the landlord came around and he was like, hey, how come I never see your mom here? And I'm like, oh, she works. You know, because he was starting to kind of fill it out that there wasn't really anybody there. It was just us. So after that, it was like, man, time to fucking figure out what we're going to do. So we ended up moving out of there and we got a place just right up the road, like, a block and a half up on the same street. Like I, well, I never left that that street after yeah. we moved. After we moved out of uh, out of Compton area, I never left that street, Bonnie Bray Street. I never left that. Damn. But man. shit got shit got hot real quick later on after that, where you know shooting started to happen because of who we had at the house at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and homies would always be up there, and then. Man, a big ass shooting happened one day. That homie was supposed to shoot me, never shot me, ended up shooting another homie. And then it just struck this whole fucking big ass war. I mean, it was a bloody war, man. Fools got laid out left and right. So Damn my mom man. was like, my mom was like, hey, here's what we're doing. Because she would come over and visit and be like, what's going on? And she'd see all these fools like hanging out. You know, just jamming the oldies and and drinking and smoking and um. And, but what they were were doing was basically protecting. They were just at the crib all the time, and then one of the one of my sister's uh dudes, he ended up getting blasted. Right, went through the arm, into his stomach, and he was out for like a month and a half. And then when he came back, when he got out of the hospital, and you know when he recovered, man, that fool lost his mind. He went out head hunting, you know what I'm saying? And my ass, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. I'm at home like, oh shit! You would hear it in the background, you know, at night. You just hear pow, pow, pow. You're like, oh shit, man, that's that fool out there. Come yeah, out all, so, he come back PCP'd up. I know. So with all that, how did you make the adjustment? Because like you felt like, man, I just lost all my love for my mom. She would visit you. So with your dad not being in the picture, your mom with this, what made you decide to just like, you know what, I'm out of here, dude. I'm moving to Oregon. Well, that was the funny thing. While all that was happening, I was still going to Panda Express and working. It was only like four hours because I was on that um, that fucking uh, release, you know, instead of going to school, get a job. So it was only yeah. four hours. But within those four hours... My mom came over and she sold the only two things I owned in that apartment was the couch and the VCR. So they did this whole fucking, you know, people come over, buy whatever you want. And then she bought me a Greyhound ticket up here to Oregon. And she's like, you're going to go stay with your grandma. And I was like, huh? No, 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 no. I want to stay with these fools. And they're like, nah, you're going to go up. And that's that. That's it. And I looked at everybody and they're like, man, it might be for the best, you know. Uh, one of the dudes that actually gave me amazing advice, which is probably the reason I'm up here, 
was Uncle Nico. He was part of the 38th Street Susu Riots, man. This dude, at the time, he was an old cat already, you know? And I remember him, he was outside smoking, and he's like, you know what? He goes, at my age, if I was young like you, somebody would have told me that I got a free ticket out of this mess. He goes, I would have taken it instead. I ended up doing time for those for the riots back in the days for the you know banging with 38th Street and all this and that. He goes, my life would have probably been a whole different. But look at me right now. He goes, I'm old, and I'm here at these apartments, and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm gonna try it out. Came up to Oregon, froze my nuts off, man. I came up here with a LA sweatshirt. You know what Oregon? <laughs> Oregon weather does the LA sweatshirts. <laughs> Disrespects oh my God. it. I was freezing up here, just shaking. It was cold. It got cold back in them days here. Yeah, man. So when you moved to Oregon, it was a big adjustment. It was like, man, what's there to do here? Oh, it was a huge, dog. Huge adjustment because nobody up here looked like me. You know what I'm saying? Not only in the aspect of of being uh, Chicano and brown, because most people that move up here that are Mexican, they go straight to the fields, you know. This is where, from Bakersfield up here, you know, we got fields and everybody would work them. But me, I didn't come up here with that. I came up here speaking English, being like, hey, what's there to do? What's cracking, you know? What are we doing? And then that just rolled into anger because I was up here without even wanting to be up here, so... Shit, I was up here maybe two, three months, and I caught a case. Um, at that time, uh, I got two robbery cases, and that was only because some dude was talking shit, and I got down with him, and he was like, take my wallet, take my wallet. I'm like, I'm not trying to jack you, fool. I don't want your wallet. I was just asking him where the weed at, you know, where can somebody go buy it? But he ended up giving me his wallet without me wanting it, but he still said, here, take my wallet, take my lunch. So that was a robbery, right? Supposedly. They got me with that. So a peer measure 11 was for every single count is six years mandatory prison time, right? Mm-hmm. So my lawyer, he got that down to a misdemeanor, so I didn't have to serve any of that. All I had to do was be a good boy. So that's where Ladaria Johnson, uh, my PO, comes in. Ladaria Johnson is this black dude from South Central who took no shit. And he's the one that straightened me out and got me into the right mind, right track. And Oregon is is a trip, dude, because you go any direction about a mile and a half and you hit lakes or water. So I was like, damn, dude, like this is pretty country out here. I could get used to this. And I went for the longest walk, dude. Once, you know, everything was done, once I came up here and cleared my head a little bit, I went for, like, the longest walk, something I haven't done down there. Because down there, you know, you can't really walk that far. Well, not in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not back in them days. In them days, you go in a nice little round block, and we're good, you know? Like, you know what I used to do back in the day, back when I was young, 14, 15 years old in L.A.? I used to write, mm-hmm. I used to write the bus from, like I said, like, right there downtown area where I lived. All the way to the Santa Monica Promenade. 
and lose myself down there with like two other buddies and then try to fucking make it back before the buses stop running at night. But that's what we used to do, man. Just to get out of LA and get out of that mindset. But then to come back to that, it was just like, man, fuck this, man. So when I got up to Oregon, the first thing I did was went for the longest walk. And it was nice. And I said, I'm going to do this for a while. I'm going to hang out. So that was that for that. So I met my my baby's mom, my daughter's mom, because my eldest daughter is not with my wife. That's with a mm-hmm. ex that I think I had. See, I had my daughter when I was 17, I want to say. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's why she, uh, I want to say 17 or 18, because she's 22 and I'm 41. Mm-hmm. Damn it! That's like a big. That's like being young. I mean, being young and just like having a kid. It's like, man, I gotta grow up. I gotta grow up fast. And that did happen, dog. Like that little girl. The power. The power of a daughter, fool. I mean, the power of just a child when you have one. It really does change you because you start doing things for them. It ain't no longer about you. It's all about them, and that's really what did it, man. Once I started grinding for her, started making money for her and doing all this and that, you know, mm-hmm. rebuilt the name. I kept grunt because people just started calling me that. It became really like a, like calling a fat guy tiny or a short guy largo, you know. It really became that because all of a sudden I was Chepper Skipper, man. Once I had her, I was like, oh, man. Hey, Grump. And it just it just stuck. Grumpy, Grump. Everywhere I went, Grump, what up, Grump? Like, my in-laws and everybody just called me Grump. So it just stuck and it just rolled on. And then, you know, I, I was chubbier back then, you know? And I just wanted to be not chubby. So I started working out. And I started hitting the weights. And I started getting a little more built, a little more built. And I'm like, yo, I'm liking this, right? So, so that, so I was like, "Yo, let's let's put more meat on." So the more meat I put on, I was like, "Yo, this is Grumpzilla time, baby." So, ah! so that's when I broke out, and I'm like, "Yeah, Grumpzilla's in the building. Let's go." And I just started grinding harder with the weights, man, making it happen. You're you're like lifting the weights, and you're like, "I ain't gonna be a bitch. I ain't gonna be a bitch." Not today. Not today. <laughs> That's the day you got all cut up and everything and all that. So when you're when you're getting your life together and all that stuff, like how did you and your wife meet, man? How how was love and first time? How break it down? Come on, Zilla, break it down. How how you guys met? So it all started with her brother. Oh shit, blind date. Man, so I meet. No, actually, I met her cousin, my boy, both. We we hook up, we start chilling, we're kicking it, we're having a great time, we're drinking. That boy, he could drink with me, you know, because I'm the kind of guy that if, if 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 I see that you can't drink with me, then I'll I'll take it down to your level. You know what I mean? Like if I bust one bottle out and, oh. and we're doing shots and I see that you're like starting to like damn near pass out on me, I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll call it good, right? But, but my boy Bo... 
my wife's cousin. Man, that food, he'd meet you right there. He's like, oh, we doing another shot? Let's go. We could go two bottles deep and 50 beers in. And he's like, all right, man, let's keep fucking going, bro. So we just party like that. Then I met her brother, who's, you know, my homie Bo's uh, cousin, right? So yeah. we start hanging out. And then he's like, hey, uh, Grunt, give me a ride to my house. I'm going to go change my clothes and shower so we can get ready to uh, party later on. I'm like, all right, cool. So I drive him out to his house, and then I see his sister just walk right in front of me, and I'm like, hey, hey, who's that? Who's that? And he's like, oh, that's my sister, man. Fuck her. And I'm like, no, 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 dude. Yeah, yeah. He's like, she's nah, nobody, right? And I'm like, hold up. Wait, wait a minute. What's going on there? I didn't know you had a sister. Like, I knew this fucking idiot over here, and I know you, but I don't know that so i started hollering at her right trying to kick that la lingo hey what's up girl how you doing how you feeling i go you looking good and she looks at me and she goes oh you looking fat and i'm like "Ooh, ooh, damn like that all right all right cool so we had that back and forth right every time we see each other we just we just give each other shit and then, mind you, at this time, I was still with the baby mama. But yeah. we just had the worst relationship. We, we never had a good... It was just like one of those things where... where Now, you with me... Well, remember on the last uh, time we talked, I told you she's the one that was like, oh, you're on parole, and I was living with her at that time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. she was like, well, if you don't want to be here, then I can just call your PO and, you know, revoke you, because I didn't have nowhere else to go. Yeah, yeah, so man. I was going through that situation, but as soon as that situation made itself out, and, and I was like, hey, uh, you want to fucking go out with me sometime? We could like do something real quick, even though we were doing a lot of shit anyways, and she was like, well, you got to make sure that the, you got her out of the picture 100%. So I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, because she's like, I'm not going to be no side piece when you're like, you got you obviously have a child with this person, and I'm like, no, 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 no. That's I respect yeah. that 100%. Because in my head, I wasn't trying to, first of all, fuck with my homeboy's sister like that or my homeboy's cousin like that, you know. So, 100%, I did that, I got that out of the picture, out of the way, and then we started talking and seeing each other and all that. And it was, it's been amazing ever since, you know, because it's just been a hundred. And 50% respect, honor, devotion, worship, her. Yeah, man. That's good, man. That's 19 years, man. You you guys are meant to No, be, she's man. awesome, bro. Two kids. Because even though, see, here's the thing about the podcast, bro. You guys, like, you were in my ear about it. You know, when I was like, yeah, I want to do it, man. But I don't know where to start. And you're like... Do this, do that, get your shit together with this, and focus on where you want to be, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to put that into my game plan. Then I talked to my homeboy, Freddie Correa, uh, from Thanks for the Invite Podcast, and then he gave me uh, advice also. here's Because you two were already in the game like 100 episodes in, right? So I'm like, I got to listen to these fools, yeah. right? And then she's like, well, if you're going to fucking do it, quit talking about it. So then she bought me 
my first microphone, right? My first condenser mic, boom. So now it's like, okay, I have a microphone. Now I have to start doing something, right? Then she, she brings yeah. in like um, more equipment, the, the, the ear equipment, the computer. And I'm like, damn. So she's riding with me. She's like 100% like, you know, what else do you need? Is, is this it? And I'm like, well, I'm kind of going to need a, an interface so that we can all share microphones together. She's like, boom, done, bam. You know, and I need my, Damn. yeah, I mean, she was, she just Amazon Prime, boom. You know, yet, uh, the other day when we were recording, we we're like, man, it'd be cool to have like one more mic so we could fill the chairs. Cause right now we got five chairs and if we got six chairs, there's one empty one. And, and she's like, done, gets on Prime, boom, orders another fucking microphone, another line, another holder. She's that, she's that girl for me. You know, she's my ride or die. You know, so she has my, yeah, That's she awesome, has my man. back like that. That's why when I was like, man, it'd be nice to have that room as a, as a podcast room. She's like, nah, that's going to be the guest room for when people come over from out of state or whatever. But there's the garage. Like Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's Mega Man's room for the hangover. Yeah, man. See, that's the thing I like, man, because... Your wife's going to be with you all the way. And, you know, when you talked about it, you know, you're not just talking about it, you're being about it. And when you did the podcast, you know, and you're getting your feet wet. And, you know, when other podcasters are always going to give you advice, you know, there's a lot of times it's going to be good. And a lot of times it's not going to be not. But it just really depends who has the experience, you know, like with me. I mean, I'll tell you and I'll say it again, you know, like. When I did my podcast, when I did over 100 episodes in 11 months, that's really was the fastest because in the beginning of it, Ernesto, I was putting an episode out every day and I was not was, wasn't supposed to do that. So I was supposed to put out an episode every week. So, you know, but, you know, there's something about, you know, and uh, I don't get too big headed if people say, oh, man, 100 episodes in 11 months. And there's other podcasters who have been doing podcasts for four or five years and they're still at 80, 90, whatever. It's like, it's just something where, you know, it just really depends or, you know, or like, or like if this podcast tells me, Hey, you should do it this way and all that. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you giving me advice? You know, not like you for, not like you, but like, let's say for someone who was very inexperienced where he's already at eight or nine episodes and I'm already close to 300. Like, I'm going to be like, what are you talking about? You know, like, is this pretty much in a way I always had that persona where I always love to give advice, but sometimes in a way you want to get good advice for certain people. Because remember I was telling you back in the day, I'm not going to mention who, but there were some podcasters in the earlier stages back in the day, but they're not, they're not around anymore. They were giving me bad advice because they were sabotaging. They wanted me to fail. Yeah. That's some fucking bullshit, dog. That's, vulture shit right there because mm-hmm. they look at you as, as the that's enemy right as, mm-hmm. that's what they're going yeah. against and I wasn't I was, yeah and I wasn't supposed to be I, I didn't want to be that I wanted to see out there because you know at the time you know like I didn't oh I didn't talk about this on the, on the podcast we did so I noticed that was, there was an episode with Rodrigo Torres and uh, and uh Felipe Esparza from the What's the Food podcast. 
and they do not give any shout outs anymore because there was an incident. I don't I don't know who they were talking about. And he said, hey, man, you, you can't be saying names like that. And like something happened with Lisa said something and say, hey, you know, you can't be saying stuff like that. I said, what do you mean? And he said, hey, no, like no offense, you know, like Martin Rizzo, I know you blew up Mega Man and everything. Now he's, you know, whatever, no disrespect because he's shining, but we can't do that because, you know, sometimes they take advantage of it or sometimes they get people get big headed. But I kind of noticed that they, they don't do shout outs anymore like they used to back in the day. So in a way, I kind of took advantage of that, you know, what they did, but you just have to go along with it and, and write it off and take advantage of it. And that's where, you know, I was getting all these this love. But if I was to do a podcast now, I would be lost or now. So I don't even know what I would do. Like, who would I listen to? Who would I follow? I would be lost. I would have, I, to be honest, I would have quit like in two weeks. Yeah, I could feel you, man. The if I was doing pressure this, is a motherfucking dog. If you don't yeah. know what you're doing, like, I could totally see that right now, dog. Like if a if, if a person was to just yeah. jump in right now cold, like I just I got stories to tell and I I want to tell. But if you don't have the direction, dude, you you could have the 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 phone, you could have a mixer, you could have a computer, you could have a fucking podcast studio, but you still won't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Who's your audience? Who are you trying to get a hold of? Exactly. You know platforms and yeah. That's always you guys are the ones that honestly help because I'm about to start helping. I'm a pass. I'm a pass it down. You know, just a little bit that I know. I'm, I'm about to start helping this homie out because I see that he's got that same drive and he wants to reach out to a certain audience. You know that I think he would link up with and do very very well with, and he just wants to know where or how or. You know, because at first it is, it is tough, dog. It is a, a huge thing to just ramble for a fucking hour and a half, especially if you don't have guests. I mean, dude. Yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. That, that, if you don't have guests, you better be on your A game. You better, you better have some. Yeah, shout out to shit. Rodrigo on that one, man, because I hear him when he does on his own thing for the uh, Yeah Man podcast. And that dude does like a hundred different voices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn, dog. I don't even know if I could do one on my yeah. own and just ramble. Yeah. But, hey, I just want to say, man, I really enjoyed uh, listening to your podcast. And every episode, Ernesto, you're getting better and better. I was going to say this. We're almost getting to the end. What's the future for the, the flashback with the homies so podcast? So future is I definitely want to get into um, the YouTubes, start getting it more to where, you know, uh, everybody gets to know us individually, each of the homies. Because right now, you know, I jumped in this and I'm the one that's like been doing a lot of the, um, you know, the uh, social media meet all you guys, you know, and, and gather stuff. And then when we do the podcast together, I want all the homies, you know, Sal, shout out Sal, shout out my boy Anthony, Michelle, Becky Ann. I love all you guys. And in the future, I want I want to do a uh, streaming, you know, 
I wanted to be audio, obviously. I'm always going to have that. But, uh, you know, I want to have something to where people can actually see and match the voices with a face. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely the, the direction that's I want to awesome, go. Dude. Oh, yeah, man. Well, I know you're you're taking just take one episode at a time, Ernesto, and you're going to get good. And, and like I always say, it's all about the reps. So once you get better and better and better, this is where you're, you will find your voice. And this is where you know how you want your format to be. And, and just let everyone know, like us, a lot of uh, Latino podcasts, do, like from when it comes to No Father, No Problem, dudes from L.A., uh, you know, Buddha Katuda, Chicano Shuffle, Kickback, and, and New Latino Podcasts, and Ask the Fellas, and all those guys, man, and, and including the Mega Man's podcast, man. We got your support, That's man. That's awesome, We're gonna man. Be and, uh, I wanted to say a huge shout out to the uh, New Latino Podcast because uh, that almost reminds me of me and my girl, of me and Becky. You know, the way uh, Alfred and his girl is. Is it Steps? Yeah. Their mm-hmm. chemistry, that that chemistry yeah, is yeah. fucking amazing on that show too. So shout out to them for putting that together. You know, for couples out there, you know, and, sh- and shout out to all the podcasts that oh, yeah. support and, and show so much love. And all you guys, I see you on the comments, and I see you out there, man. Thank you so much, man. Straight up from the flashback with the homies family. Hell yeah, man. And where, and also, uh, everybody can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Ernesto Grumzilla. It's all on that. And man, just let me know what you think. If you guys get on, subscribe to the podcast and just shoot up questions. I'll answer them on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Anything you guys want to know, just let us know Mm -hmm. and we'll get on it. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Everyone, everyone's listening to this. Please subscribe to the Flashback with the Homies podcast with my boy, Ernesto Gramzilla, and he does it with his wife. And also, if everyone, if you have time, please go to Apple Podcasts and, and write a rate and review to make the Flashback uh, Homies podcast better. Uh, you know, that's what we always want to do. We're always, uh, us podcasters really anal about Apple Podcasts rate and review because what you do is everyone if you rate it you leave a comment it moves up the rankings of the podcast and all that so that's where um we're that's why you know that's where we get all the the people who say hey Mega Man I like it this way or this because I we always listen to people's uh criticism if it's good or bad or whatever because that's how it is and uh you know Ernesto I always say this man um, I really enjoyed your episode, man. You're like one of my, one of the upcoming podcasts uh, I enjoy listening to, and I'm glad that I made a friend out of it. And it just made uh, from this episode and your episode we did, uh, it made me get to know you more. Well, thank you very much, man. You thank you so much, Steph. You're the man. I mean, you always show love, dog. Hell yeah, and everything. But thank you so much. Uh, everyone, you can follow me at the Mega Man's Podcast on Instagram and my personal at Mega Man 6980. Uh, again, uh, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts to make the Mega Man's Podcast better. Uh, you can find 
the flashback with the homies, the Mega Man's podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, Overcast, uh, just all podcast platforms and all that stuff like that. Once again, Ernesto Grumpzilla, uh, good luck on the Flashback with the Homies podcast. I will be supporting you. A lot of good podcasts are going to be supporting you, fans and everything like that. Thank you so much. I really Thank appreciate you, it for you coming on and doing the Mega Man's podcast with me. Peace. Hell yeah. All right. We're out, guys.